0: Welcome to Moneyline. This is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me here today. We have a big show coming up. It is Friday, February 12th. I mean, we're getting ready for a big three-day weekend, but stocks are still looking good. Cryptos are looking good. We're taking your questions. We're doing this back to We're talking micro-cap stocks. You name it. Get your pencil. Get your paper out. Lots of ticker symbols coming your way right now on this edition of Moneyline. The buck starts here. Moneyline with Matt McCall. All right, folks, once again, this is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me here on February 12th, 2021. As you can see, a little bit of a different background than what you've seen over the last eight weeks, because as you all know, for the last eight weeks, I've been uh, based in Nicaragua, uh, enjoying life. Uh, not that I don't enjoy life here in beautiful Baltimore with the snow outside and the windshield below 30, but, you know, eh, a little different. Uh, I will say this, um, I, I promise we're going to have this, this brand new um, studio, which I'm looking at right now, uh, but this is our setup for today. We're still working on a few kinks, but I will tell you, I, I know you can't see what's going on over there, but uh, I have a TV actually back this way right behind me here. Um, I have another one against the wall there. I have a big touchscreen over there that we're working on that has this big computer connected to it. Uh, we have some stand-up tables, a bunch of chairs. We got a producers' area. I'm kind of sitting at the producers' desk right now, but man, oh man, we have the. I, I came back after two months, and 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 Dave and Brooke, our our, our head um, production guys, have done an amazing job. I mean, uh, if you want to commend them once you see how amazing this looks, please let them know because uh, uh, things are looking great, and I can't wait till we launch our daily television show uh, where we're gonna have the touch screen. We're gonna have all kinds of cool segments. It's gonna be Honestly, awesome. I, I can't wait. But this is uh, day one back. My voice might get a little crunchy because um, <clears throat> it was a day and a half of travel. Uh, obviously, I don't have COVID. I got my test in Managua uh, on Tuesday. And I got to tell you, you know, for being a third world country, uh, for being a country that is one of the poorest in Latin America, only Haiti's po- considered uh, more in mo- more poverty than, than Nicaragua, you know, a lot of people are living on literally less than a hundred bucks a month uh, in in money uh, income. So you think about all that, people are the nicest people I've ever met, number one. Number two, to get your COVID test, a PCR test too, which is a good one, same day, good one. It was, you know, and and I don't speak much Spanish, I get by, but we were able to move through that line, get in there, I mean, the help that people would help us. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It was so efficient. It made the DMV look like an absolute joke. And again, there's no fancy computers. This is just human beings being human beings, moving people around. So, uh, kudos to that, and uh, obviously uh, happy I don't have it because I'm back here in the office uh, today. So, lots to talk about. We have the market up right now. The S&P is up about six points. That's about uh, one one point five. Or sorry, point one five percent, and that's trading at a new all-time high. Uh, we have the Nasdaq up about the same percentage, twenty-two points. This would be a new all-time closing high. Uh, for the NASDAQ as well. We have the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, down 15 points, so down 0.05%. It's called on it change, just below an all time closing high. And then we have the uh, Russell 2000 up today about a quarter percent, uh, a couple days off an all time high too. So from the big, big guys to the small guys, uh, we are very close to all time highs at or near all time highs on the major, the four major US indices. Uh, things continue to look good. You know, I've continued to be bullish, uh, throughout this. Uh, people think I'm crazy. I look through rose colored glasses and maybe I am optimistic. Uh, and, and there's only, <laughs> there's only one way to live life and that is to be optimistic, but you also look at the numbers and you look at annually, you know, about 80% of the time, the stock market's going to be up, uh, on an annual basis. So I'm playing the odds. I, it's not that hard. I'm playing odds folks. So very happy with what things are happening, uh, Taking place right now in the stock market, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. Could we have short-term pullbacks like we had two weeks ago? Yes, that's part of life. I don't know when it's going to be, but we're going to have a lot of them. Uh, but I will tell you this: that uh, overall, being buying dips. That's that's a continued strategy I'm taking right now. Uh, bought two stocks yesterday for a lot of our Penn Financial Group clients. Uh, we got into a stock, a recent IPO. We also bought into a SPAC pre- that hasn't announced yet. Just came out, bought the units. I love the team behind it. I love what they're targeting. So uh, we will continue to build our SPAC portfolio for our Penn Financial Group clients. So very happy. So there are buying opportunities. I just want you to know that. So uh, let's talk cryptos real quick before we get back into SPACs, a uh, little SPAC attack here on Friday. Cryptos are, man, they continue to look good. I, I think we're going to see Bitcoin 50,000 uh, over the weekend at some point. I, I think it's going to happen very, very soon. Uh, when I was in Nicaragua last week, you know, I was talking to some people and when it hit 40,000, of course, I won that bet with Louis Nevalier because I bet that uh, Bitcoin would get to uh, 40,000 before Dow would get to 40,000. And I had a long way to go. Uh, Louis Dow was much closer to 40, but, you know, we want it going away. And now we have Bitcoin right now at 47,712. It's about 1242 East Coast time Friday afternoon right now. Ethereum's above 1830. Uh, so both have hit all-time highs in the last couple of days. But some of our altcoins are really rocking and roll and really moving. We had one of our altcoins that has now only been in a portfolio for 13 months uh, in the ultimate crypto portfolio, hit 25X gain, 25X gain in 13 months. I mean, I love it. I love that people are making tons of money out there. Our portfolio is a whole, whole yesterday. The 13 uh, altcoins that are in there, again, this was launched on January 7th of last year. So let's call it 13 months. Uh, this portfolio yesterday, when it did numbers last night, last time I ran them, on average, our portfolio is up 560%, folks, 560% on average in 13 months. There's no other place in the world you can make money like that. Yeah, I think you do in stock market. We have a lot of stocks that go up, but as a whole, as a portfolio, altcoins. And and, and again, I still think it's just starting. People keep saying to me, they, they told me at 12,000, Matt, I don't know if, if I want to get into Bitcoin, 12,000, uh, 15, I don't know, 20, I don't know, 40, I don't know, 47, I don't know, 50, you're going to keep saying it. And then, then, then the question I get is, what, 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 what price? When's the pullback? I don't know. And I was just talking to my who I haven't seen in, in two months. great to see the guys. And the one guy asked me a question about buying into cryptos. And the other guy had said, will you shut up? Matt's been telling you every time you ask him to buy because Matt's been buying little by little. And I do. Little by little. Every time I get a pullback, I put a little bit more money into it. I don't know where the pullback is. I don't know if it ever pulls back again. But I do know the odds are pullbacks happen. And when it happen, whether it's a 5%, 10%, 25% pullback, just buy into it. I'm looking long term. So that is my strategy. What you do at home is your own strategy. But that's the way that, that I go about doing it. And, and I don't know what the price is that it's going to pull back to. But I do know that I think it's still in the early innings of this. And I think that you're going to see much higher prices. All right, so let's talk about SPACs. There's been a lot going on in SPACs here. Again, uh, it just continues. Uh, but we've had a couple deals that I thought were pretty interesting. I'd like to talk about those. And, again, we'll have the screen next Tuesday. I'll have a screen back here. We're going to zoom out and have the screen set up. The screen we have right now, uh, it's doing this weird wavy thing for some reason. So I'm going to go out this weekend and uh, buy a brand-new screen for the guys so we can have a brand-new one. All the other screens we have in here are too big to fit in what we're doing. So I'll have a new screen for you guys on uh, on Tuesday. So a couple deals this week that got announced as what they're called definitive agreements in the SPACs that I find interesting and that still look good. Uh, one was Force Road Acquisition Corp. And that's symbol FRX. And uh, they announced a definitive agreement with a company called Beachbody. And uh, that's a, one of the worldwide leaders uh, in health and fitness um, online, really. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, like. Virtual, I guess you want to call it. It's been around over 20 years, which is pretty amazing. So it's been around before the whole virtual uh, thing. Uh, some of the brands include P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix. Um, it's it's great. They've been able to expand their market share over really, like I said, two decades. Based out in California, the merger is expected to close second quarter of this year. Uh, the enterprise value at $10 a share, about $2.93 billion, So just under $3 billion. Right now, the stock uh, is trading at FRX at eleven sixty four. So, you know, let's give it what is that? About maybe three point three, three point four billion dollar valuation, uh, enterprise valuation. Um, as I said, to mention the the symbols FRX, the new symbol will be Body for beach B O D Y. But again, that won't be for a few months. But what I like about this is, is if I look at uh, revenues, uh, the actual revenue that it had in two thousand and nineteen was seven hundred and fifty million. They're projecting uh, this past year in 2020, $880 million. This year, $1.11 billion. All the way up to 2025, you're looking at $3.3 billion. And what I find fascinating, I just told you, the enterprise value right now is about 3.3, give or take. So you're trading at one-time sales four years from now. That in, in a business that the online health business is growing. You all know I own a brick-and-mortar uh, health business in Baltimore. Uh, The plan was this year to open several more uh, brick and mortar, but uh, we might be shifting our business model to move more on the online because I think, uh, you know, have a couple brick and mortars, but then have the majority online. You could reach people around the world. And uh, I I think that's where things are going. There's always going to be a need for brick and mortar fitnesses. some people need to have that sense of community and a little bit of motivation. But uh, going online, I did a workout yesterday uh, using an online app and uh, I, I like it. <clears throat> so that's one to keep an eye on and again at this price hasn't moved that much i'm to keep an eye on it. another one that came out that day this on fe- february 11th these came out so this was yesterday uh it's called rover the symbol of the SPAC is n e b c nancy edward boy charlie nebula caravel acquisition corp trading at 1090 right now down a quarter today down 2.24 percent and they announced a definitive agreement to merge with uh, a company called rover as i just mentioned it's a marketplace online marketplace for pet care um, it connects pet parents with pet walkers grooming you name it I, I just don't see this and I like the pet industry but in 2019 they had 95 million dollars in, in revenue last year looking for an estimate of 48 so basically dropped nearly in half uh, next year 97 million 201 million in 2022 is the estimate but at the enterprise value around right where we are right now it's got 1.6 billion. Uh, I don't like that you're trading again one point six billion next year about eight times projected sales of twenty twenty two where if I look at projected sales of uh of beach body, you're trading about two times two times and six times and again, I get pets, but pet walkings i just th- there's I, the, the point I brought this one up is what we're seeing right now is <clears throat> I think there's close to three hundred SPACs out there that are looking for deals. Uh, we're raising on average so far this year in new SPAC IPOs about a billion dollars a day. That's insane. Uh, I, I, I mean, we're going to – last year's number was insanity. And this year's number is even beyond insanity. So there's not a bubble like people say. But what problem is, there's only so many good private companies for these SPACs to go after. So you're going to start seeing some shit deals come in. And, and what's going to happen is it's, it's like any industry, 98, 99, 2000, 2001 there's a lot of crap technology stocks that aren't around anymore. There's a lot of great companies then as well. So even though that was a bubble, there was great opportunity at the same time. Uh, Cannabis, there were so many great companies, still a lot of great companies, but not everyone's going to work out. So any big fad, let's call it, that turns into a long-term sustainable trend, which this to me is a long-term sustainable trend because it's uprooting how IPOs are done and Wall Street's pissed about it. And old Wall Street should be pissed because they're losing a lot of money. But along the way, you had the shysters and and the snake oil salesmen come out, and they all want to be a part of it and start getting in. You see it with mining companies. You see it saw it with um, uh, the uh, uh, I can't think the, the oil and gas companies back in the day, the the, the fracking. Uh, you saw it with everything, uranium stocks, you name it. You're always gonna have bad actors come in, so you just have to make sure. I'm not saying Rover is a bunch of bad actors. It's just just not a good deal. So there's gonna be a lot, and so it doesn't come. It's gonna come down to the fact of knowing which. Teams to invest in if it's a pre announcement one, and then after that, analyzing the actual company and seeing if the price is a good price because at that point, it's a, it's a stock you have to see what the valuation looks like. So, a couple other deals I want to talk about that were announced uh, the day before that actually. And uh, uh, one was Archer, and the symbol on that one's ACIC, and that's Atlas Crest Investment Corp. This one really jumped on the news, uh, it jumped from around 11 and a quarter to 15 and a half, it's now down to 13 and three quarters. Uh, it's what they call themselves a leading urban air mobility company. So it's an all-electric vertical takeoff and landing. They call these EVTOLs. And this is kind of big right now. We have a company uh, in our portfolio for subscribers that is the leader. That's been a publicly traded company, not a SPAC, but a publicly traded company. And I think we're now up over 10x on it easily. Uh, but this stock is <laughs> stock oh, unbelievable. I just actually want to see what it's up since... Uh, since August, the stock is up fourteen hundred percent. Congrats to subscribers! I'm not going to tell you the name of it, but my goodness, uh, that's the leader there. When it comes to this uh, this this Archer deal, uh, the valuation right now on this is probably looking at about. I'm trying to do the math real quick in my head, four billion dollar valuation. It's looking for. Um, not to make projection of revenue, any revenue until 2024, and projecting 42 million. So you got a four million, 42 million. Uh, it has projections for 2030, which is 10 years out. I don't even know how you do that, uh, but it's it's coming in there at 12 billion at that time. Again, that's 10 years from now. To me, I, I just it's 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 a little further out where the where the one we have for portfolio for clients, uh, it's it's a little different. Uh, it's 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 got revenue already, so it's it's. Again, I avoid it. I, I just don't like it here. I think there's better ones out there. Uh, another one that announced uh, was uh, FGNA, which is FG New America Acquisition Corp. It's at 1132 right now. They're going to be a uh, definitive agreement with what they call OpFi. It's a leaning financial technology uh, platform. Uh, it helps banks offer products to um, uh, uh, everyday customers for loans and that type of stuff. Uh, valuation here is about $1.1 at the current price. Uh, they uh, did... Uh, Sales uh, 2019 of 268 million by 2023, they're expecting 875 million. So, again, not a bad valuation rise. I don't know much about it, it's not over that exciting to me, uh, but it's a bit of a fintech play and uh, it hasn't moved too much. So, if I find it's good, it could be a nice play here. One that is really on the move here, folks, and this is because there is uh, some uh, articles out there that ARK Investments has been buying into this uh, for their ETFs. Uh, and the, uh, this is CM Life Sciences, symbol CMLF. They announced a definitive agreement with SEMA4, sema number four. And I mean, this has all the, uh, the bells and whistles that you want to see for a company. Uh, AI and machine learning, which is basically the same thing, uh, driven patient-centric genomic and clinical data intelligence company. I mean, my God, if this doesn't make you smile, what does? Enterprise value, though, where it's trading right now, it's about a $5 billion company. Uh, It's estimated to do sales this year about 265 million. So, uh, let's call it for about 20 times sales of this year. So it is a bit overpriced. Uh, But even at 5 billion potentially, is it something that could that could really grow? It could. I would never chase it here. I mean, it was at 15 bucks uh, earlier this week on Tuesday. I mean, on Monday it was around 14. Uh, And again, I mentioned 26.65 right now. So I wouldn't chase it here. Uh, But it is one to keep an eye on because, boy, it checks a lot of boxes, folks. And then just two more from today. And and one is FUSE, uh, symbol F-U-S-E, Fusion Acquisition. It's actually down. It's gapped up on the news to about 12 and three quarters. It's at 11.45 right now. They announced the definitive agreement with Moneyline. It's a mobile banking and and financial membership platform. uh, So people take control of their own finances. Uh, This valuation right here is about $3 billion, give or take. Uh, they had uh, in 2019 40 million in sales. By 2023, looking for 4 and 24 million. Uh, again, I have to do a little bit more research. This was just announced today. And the other one that just came out is uh, FCAC, which is uh, one uh, that that I've been watching for a while. Actually, it's uh, they're going to be definitive agreement with a company called Sharecare, and that's a healthcare company that helps people manage all their healthcare in one place. I love love that idea. Again, I need to look into the company at this valuation right here. You're looking at about 4.3 billion dollar company, so it's a pretty big company. Uh, it had sales in nineteen uh 340 million, uh, looking uh, this year 396 million. So you're not seeing that big of growth. Uh, so it is a, it is a big pricey, uh, but you know it is something where it's got it's got some legs behind it because it has a great story. So just want to give you an idea. That's where we stand right now with Spax, uh, and, and update you with a couple of deals that went through. Uh, let's see if I missed anything here in the SPAC Well, Oh, a couple others. People keep asking about, uh, IPOE, uh, which is one of Shamath's, um, you know, people keep asking about, you know, what, what I think about it. And I've talked about this SPAC a lot. Um, and, and you know, it, they're, they they have the definitive agreement with SoFi, uh, which is, uh, really a, a really big, um, online financial company, big fintech. I uh, love SoFi. I love the company. Uh, it's rallied to 28 and change. IPOE is now down to 23. So it's pulled back a bit. A little pricey yet for me. So I wouldn't look too much into it. And the other one was uh, IPOF, which is Shemath's other uh, one that is out there, which has not announced the deal yet. Uh, and then this is a trading on $15 and it hasn't even announced a deal and it's 50% above the uh, price of 10 bucks, the IPO price. Uh, we do own this one for some clients at Penn Financial Group and our SPAC portfolio. So, again, no buy-sell Grant on that one, but obviously we we like it. I think a, a, a good deal could happen because it had such a big uh, amount of money that it raised. And then another one that announced the deal, another thin agreement, is VGAC, uh, which is uh, basically – Virgin Galactic, uh, Richard Brand. So they announced that they're going to be uh, definitive agreement with 23andMe, the genetic testing company. I talked about this again, but people keep asking about it. Uh, the stock ran up to $18 on the news has since pulled back to 14 and change. I love it down here. We have it for our subscribers. Uh, we could bought the units much lower. So we're up big on it. But I, I I, think this is, I think 23andMe is great. You know, it's not the cutting edge genetics uh, company that that we own for some subscribers in our genetics portfolio. But, It owns data that people opted in, their genetic data. You know what that's worth? Data's worth its weight in gold. So to me, it is a data company that can sell that data and make so much money off it. That is what I think Richard Branson and what everybody saw in this company. So just to give you an idea. All right, so that's the SPACs. We're done with the SPAC attack. So now um, I asked people for some of their favorite microcap stocks on Twitter. And I'm going to go through a couple of them they came up with. And I'll give you a couple that I came up with mine. And uh, these are just random, I picked. So the first one is a company called Up Fintech Holding Limited. Symbols T-I-G-R. It's about a $3.9 billion company. It provides online brokerage services in China. So it's not necessarily micro microcap; but it's a small-cap company. Uh, revenue in 2019, about $54.5 million. Uh, this past year, looking for $133 million. 2023, up to $347 million. So, or th- sorry, $374 million. So that's about annual revenue growth of about 37%, which is great. Uh, but still, compared to where it's trading at, it's trading at, um, you know, 10, 12 times almost, uh, 2023 sales where it's at now. Looking to become profitable in 2020's past year, 15 cents a share. By 2023, 64 cents a share. So the bottom line is actually growing annually around 55%. Big, big time growth. The thing with this company you need to, re- to, to realize is in March, this was a $2 stock, and now it's at $30.23. So it's up 15X in 11 months. So it probably pulls back. I wouldn't chase it here. If you made some money, fantastic. I just wouldn't chase it here. I think you need to have some type of pullback. Somebody asked about HBB, Hamilton Beach Brands Holding Company. And Hamilton Beach Brands is what you, what you think it is. It's appliances, uh, whether it be toaster ovens, coffee makers, you name it, kitchen appliances. Uh, $265 million company. to so the true micro cap. Uh, what I don't like, it's had really for the last five years declining sales. It was spun off from NateCO Industries and AACO. Um, but, you know, you look at earnings per share. Uh, this past year, 2020, looking for $1. 90, looking for $1. 95 next year, $2 a year after to that. It's only one analyst covering. So you're not seeing any really revenue growth or earnings growth. But based off that, it trades at about a 10 PE ratio on, on even looking back 12 months. Uh, but you don't see growth, and that concerns me. Uh, the stock has run up from pandemic lows of seven up to over 24. Now it's back down to 19. I, you know, I want to invest in growth and I don't see growth here. So I'd avoid this one here. Uh, somebody asked about Argo Blockchain, A-R-B-K-F. company just started trading back in December. It was around 30 cents. Now it's at 2.56. It's up 36% today right now at $2.57. It's uh, about a $700 million company. It's cloud-based crypto mining. Uh, They had revenue of 2019 of about 11.9 million. Uh, This year, looking for about 34.5 million. So, you know, nice growth. But again, trading at $700 million valuation, you're looking about 20 times sales of this year. And again, if it pulls back to $1.75, maybe take a look at it. But this is extremely aggressive. It, It was a penny stock not too long ago. I guess it's still considered a penny stock to a lot of people. So, very, very aggressive, kind of out of my wheelhouse with this one. Uh, the next one is a company, uh, EZGO, a uh, recent IPO in the NASDAQ, and it's called uh, EasyGo Technologies. Uh, this is a, a Chinese company that deals with e-bikes and e-bike charging stations. It's small. It's $106 million company. Uh, but they do the sale and the rental of e-bikes uh, as well as the batteries. And um, they sell these battery packs. Uh, they have battery cell, the trading and charging business as well uh you know e-bikes are huge and this company says by 2025 uh, they expect to have at least one percent of the the market in china the e-bike market if that's true this stock takes off but you know they priced the the stock when it went public in late january at four dollars a share Uh, it opened up at around 10 and change it ran up to over 19 that day came all the way back down to seven now it's at 10 bucks today so it's been all over the place Uh, it's based obviously in china um For the the year through September 2019, the company reported 5.2 million in revenues. Uh, Tough to get a lot of numbers for it right now. Uh, It is growing, but man, oh man, it's still a very, very small company. I have to do some more research on it. But what what I find fascinating is I love the e-bike area. And again, we have a company that's based in China. We've had for a while uh, for subscribers. Uh, that is on pace to potentially close a new all-time high today. And this stock has been a huge winner for us. I met the CEO last October, not this past October, October 4, in uh, Lisbon, Portugal at a conference. And uh, I remember telling subscribers, pan and table, I met the guy, I love him, uh, you got to keep buying this. We had already recommended a stock prior to that. Uh, but again, that's the boots on the ground research we're doing. We're meeting with CEOs around the world. Uh, it's tough now because obviously with COVID, but when, when things get back to normal, man, I can't wait. But EZGO, it's on my watch list. I'll do a little more research for it. I'll watch it. Very small, though. $100 million company. Uh, Another one, uh, Westport uh, Fuel Systems, WPRT. This was below a buck in March. And now uh, it hit $14 earlier this week. Right now it's at $1,190. Um, You know, this interesting company, Uh, Westport Fuel Systems. It's a $1.6 billion company. uh, Looking for revenues this year around $237 million up to 509 million uh, by 2025. This is one that, you know, I've heard about in the past. I've looked into it, didn't ever really do much with it, uh, but they make uh, high performance, low emission engine and fuel systems uh, that, but they utilize as, uh, uh, gasoline, ga- gaseous fuels. So the, the, I guess the concern is here that if we go towards electric, uh, where are they really gonna fit into this? Um, so that that's something I think you really need to, to keep an eye on. But uh, this could be something that as they, we shift over to EVs, that they are actually able to shift their business model with that. Uh, and I'm looking at something right now. Uh, so if they can actually get into the hydrogen angle of it, uh, Westport could be the type of company that that actually does benefit from, from the move to potentially um, hydrogen-powered uh, vehicles. So, you know, builds tools needed for car makers to incorporate less damaging fuels like natural gas. Um, so again, this natural gas area isn't the hype that you see in electric vehicles, but it, there's a lot of buses and cities you see powered by natural gas. So you have that angle. I just don't know it, how big of the growth story there's going to be with that versus the growth of just using EV batteries. So again, one, I've definitely put on the radar. It's It's gone up a bit, but uh, a, a bit, not pitch. it have gone up a bit. Uh, so, uh, let's keep an eye on it. Uh the next one is solar window technologies. You can see where everybody's heads at right now. Solar wind window technologies, WNDW. Uh Whiskey, Nancy Delta Whiskey, $1.1 billion company. Uh they have electricity generating coatings for building windows. Uh looking for uh revenue uh or had revenue in 2020, their fiscal year of 2020 just ended. Five million dollars, five point three million. So not much for a $1.1 billion company, but this stock has been hot. It's gone from three bucks in November, hit 20 earlier this week. Right now it's at 1867. This is one where you think about the technology and Biden talks about, you know, kind of redoing buildings. If you could somehow put this thin film on your windows and that helps harness energy and then cr- or harness the, the power of the sun and then somebody create that energy, it sounds ridiculously awesome. I don't know where this company stands with that technology, it could just be one of those high flyers getting a lot of hype. The story sounds great, uh, suddenly worth $1.1 billion. Uh, but again, I need to do a little more research into that because I got to tell you, as, as good as that sounds, boy, sometimes things sound a little too damn good. Uh, so I'm going to have to look into that one uh, a, a little bit more. So I did a little bit of a scan myself and came up with some micro caps that I, that I just kind of want to look at with you. One was actually a stock that was highlighted in our microcap millionaire portfolio because uh, you all know I love microcap stocks. For so, in our early stage investor service, uh, which is uh, you can find all about it investorplace.com, and then uh, I just kind of go through uh, our services, and uh, that's my 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 kind of my pride and joy. In my early stage, we've had such good winners and there. I'm pulling it up right now. So February 5th. So heck, uh, one year. And one week ago, I launched a mil- mil- microcap millionaire portfolio with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 stocks. In that time frame, the average gain is 180% in one year and one week. And what I love about this is, okay, that, that means a lot. I mean, because, you know, stocks have been up. No, what, what I love about this is if I take a look at how the microcap index did in that time, you know, give me a benchmark here, right? In the same time, the microcap index was up 55%, which is awesome. But we were up 180. So over three, basically let's call it th- almost three and a half times that. That's a huge difference, folks. Uh, so I, I'm patting myself on the back just because I'm showing you there are opportunities out there to make money. And if I take a look at it, not or there's one stock in the portfolios that's down, but one, two, three, four, five, six are up at least double digits. The seventh was up. So, and again, this is out of nine stocks. Unbelievable. Wait, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten stocks. Sorry, ten stocks. Okay, so, but my point was the company I'm about to mention was was originally a highlight at $4.86 in that portfolio. And this is MTBC. A sim, and that's a symbol too, MTBC. Uh, healthcare IT. You know, ramped to 13 bucks in August, pulled all the way back to seven and a half. Uh, hit almost 13 earlier this week. Right now we're at 1081. It was down the last couple of days. Uh, but this is a company where I look at it and, and I just think there's huge opportunity. Right now, it's got a market cap of 1, 156 million. So it's still small. Uh, they have a, a web-based solutions that are for healthcare providers. Uh, to me, still huge upside potential. In 2020, uh, we're looking for sales of 105 million by 2023, 211. I just told you that we're trading right now at a valuation of 156. So it's trading at 1.5 times last year's sales. That's, that's amazing to me. If we take a look at uh, where we had here. Uh, so I lost my screen. If we look at this year's projection, or sorry, that's this year's projection. So 1.5 times this year's projection in sales. That's not bad for a company that's growing as fast as this is growing. This has uh, projected uh, top line revenue growth of 22.1%. But bottom line, earnings growth, 74%. Uh, it, should be, it should be making money in two years. And that, that's great. It's got a path to profitability as well. I still love this company. It's in a portfolio for subscribers, but I still love it here. So that's one that popped up on my screen. Uh, another one that popped up, and again, I'm doing research as we go along with this because I've had a nuts morning. Uh, Broadwind, B-W-E-N. So Broadwind is a uh, $169 million company. They provide uh, products to energy, mining, and infrastructure, uh, primarily here in the U.S. Um, in the heavy fabrication, gearing. Uh, gearing. Uh, so the gearing segment offers uh, gearing gearboxes uh, for uh, fracking and drilling, uh, wind energy as well. They uh, provide uh, supply chain solutions for that industry for natural gas turbine market. Uh, Their heavy fabrications, uh, works with industrial markets and steel towers, adapters to wind turbine manufacturers. So, you know, obviously wind turbine and, and green energy, that's big. Uh, really not a lot of growth on the top line, uh, looking at 1.4%. And uh, if you take a look where uh, that growth was projected for last year, uh, $198 million. So you're trading at less than one, 1 sales, 1.0 1. Uh, sales. Uh, but where I, where I like the growth is the Earnings growth in the next couple of years through 2022, uh, over 100% a year, looking to make 20 cents a share uh, in two years from now. Stock that's trading at 988 uh, was down and buck and change in March. Uh, look at a long term trend on it. Uh, it's now breaking above the high from 2017. Uh, so it's interesting, well off the highs from 09, whereas $130 stock. So it's, it's, it could be making a turnaround. These are the kind of stocks that I look at, and it could be a turnaround story. Uh, so again, one one I'd like to keep an eye on. Another one I know nothing about, I'm bringing up these companies and I'm doing the research again with you right now. This is Leaf Group, symbol L-E-A-F, just as it sounds. Uh, they operate, operate as a uh, internet uh, diversified consumer internet company. Uh, they have two segments, marketplaces and media. In the marketplace segment, they offer society6.com. And this allows artists uh, an online area to sell their original art, which is really, really cool. Uh, and uh, they have Satoshi art uh, which is which is cool too. It's online art gallery. Uh, they exhibit their their art globally that sounds so cool. The media segment offers well well and good well well plus good is way, way it's spelled out. It's a health and wellness media brand, uh journalistic approach to content, and dot uh, com which you've all probably heard of uh, so it's health and fitness, so it's got a lot of really cool areas that it's going after. It's a two hundred and fifty seven million dollar company. Uh, it's got a uh, revenue projection or revenue in 2019 of 155 million projected last year of 210 up to about 300 million in the next couple of years uh, should turn profitable two years from now. And then making up to 17 cents this year in 2027, Trading at $7 and 10 cents right now. It's had a nice run from a buck in April, uh, but longer term chart, I look at it It's still it's got a room to run up to 12 bucks. I, I like this. This is interesting because it's in, it's in two areas. I think it's cool. You know the whole online art gallery thing is really really neat. You know, it's, it's almost like a like Etsy is like an online art gallery, but it's worth a ton of money. Uh, so that's that that is one that I'll keep an eye on. And let me see how much time I'm into this right now. Ooh, we got to wrap it up here in a minute. So let's uh, pull up one more and see what we can find for you. A couple. without that wearing way too much for us. Uh, let's take a look at. Yeah, you know, take a look at this. Uh, it's a company company's called Envela. Symbol is E L A. Uh, I don't know anything about this, to be honest with you. Uh, it trades on EMX, a $179 million company, primarily buys and sells jewelry and bullion products uh, to individual consumers, uh, dealers, institutions in the U.S. Very interesting. They also buy various forms of gold, silver, platinum, palladium products. Huh. Let's, see, uh, let's see a little bit more about this. Uh, so uh, as I mentioned, it is worth uh, about $179 million uh this past year it looked like it was estimated revenue of 82 million uh next this year coming up 112 million um earnings projections i don't even have uh earnings per share for 2020 about 20 cents not a lot on this company but uh interesting i'm gonna look into it because boy the chart looks really good uh it just recently broke above a high at six bucks it's consolidating doesn't trade much again small company but um might be one I want to look into just because uh, I don't know much about it and, and it's kind of catching my eye. Sorry, I'm just looking at maybe give you guys one more idea here while I'm going through this. Um, man, oh man, so many stocks have really moved that have come up. Let's see, one more here we got. Let's And don't forget to comment, like, subscribe uh, down below. Yeah, I don't like that one. All right, I think we're going to cut it there because I can't seem to like like anything else that's popping up here. I'll do one more. I think is let me just double check one thing i'll do one more natural alternatives international symbol n-a-i-i stocks at 1744 Uh, it's rallied from seven bucks just back in september let me pull the company up here and tell you a little bit about it Uh, i can't wait to the screen behind me because you'll be able to see everything i'm doing uh n-a-i-i is a company small 108 million uh they do uh formulating and manufacturing marketing nutritional supplements uh, company operates in two segments private label or they'll do private label uh, uh, Herbs uh, Vitamins stuff people put their name of their company on it. Uh, they also provide strategic partnering services uh, What else do they do here? Uh, Tablets chewable wafers all that kind of stuff get it. I get it uh, future growth uh, Looks like here. Let's take a look here at a uh, 2019 it had sales 124 million this past year looking at 148 actually up during all the crazy stuff that went down and it's trading at 108 million. So it's, it's trading at less than one time sales. I assume they're not making money. I have yet to, to see anywhere where I can find that they are making money. I'm not getting any estimates on it, but um, and the one thing I don't like is it really sales have been flat for the last five years, but the, the stock that is going been nuts. So maybe a lot of volume coming into it. Look into this one as well. These are just ideas. Again, nothing here are buy and sell recommendations, anything of that, of that sort. Um, you know, obviously, uh, check out, uh, 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 moneywire.com, moneywire.investorplace.com or investorplace slash moneywire.com. Uh, we'll put a link in below. Uh, we have our newsletters as low as $99 a year, uh, buy recommendations every month, get the access to all of our portfolios. And, uh, we've been crushing folks been doing great. But, uh, again, thank you so, so much, uh, for watching. I hope you have a great week and I can't wait for you guys to see the rest of the studio. It's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, but have a safe, happy week. I'm glad to be back, and we're looking forward to doing our daily TV show coming up here in the very near future. Uh, but again, uh, have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for the support. Uh, this market's looking good. Let me give you a quick wrap, recap real quick as we go into it. We got the S&P right now trading up right where we are, kind of up five points, uh, as I mentioned before. Uh, we got Bitcoin trading at $47,831. i am predicting 50000 this weekend, folks. And if it does, tweet at me, at Matthew McCall. Be happy. Be safe out there. Have a great long weekend. If you have off money for President's Day, enjoy it. Get out there. uh, Hug somebody. Tell them you love them. Spread the love, folks. But not too close because you might get in trouble for not wearing a mask. I don't know. Spread it this way. Fake hugs. All right. Again, it's Friday, February 12th. I'm Matt McCall. And that was your Moneyline. The Money Line with Matt McCall. McCall. To find more information, head over to McCallMoneyWire.com. That's McCallMoneyWire.com.